distance I wandered from my home And on those Oklahoma hills where I was born Many a page of life I've turned Many a lesson I have learned Still I feel like in those hills I still belong Ladies Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most recent edition of the Red Blue Pod. Um, we have been flooded with new material as we have been every week. We do not, we've fired all the writers because the stories write themselves. Um, I am joined, this is Dan the Political Man, I am joined by the my cohort in Blue Podding. <laughs> yes. Dustin... The not political manual. Yeah, uh, how's it going there, uh, Daniel? The political manual. You do it. You doing well today? I don't know what is well anymore. Uh, I don't really know what well is anymore. Um, we are once again on the back patio, uh, doing our socially distanced pod, and uh, you know it might uh, for us be all for naught. We've been responsible out here all summer since well spring and summer, and uh, we're all staring down the barrel of a double-barreled COVID shotgun called Going Back to School. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeah, I believe we got two pods inside before we had to... Yeah, two or, yeah, two or three, I think, maybe. Go yeah, out to something the, like that. the patio. Uh, but we, uh, we do definitely appreciate everybody that's been listening out there, uh, and we have to get it out of the way. Shout out off the top. Happy birthday, Lucas. Happy anniversary, Tim Dog. Happy anniversary, Tim Dog. And I, I wonder if Tim got married today to spite Lucas on his oh, birthday. Oh, he was trying to steal thunder, yeah. Yeah. He was trying to steal thunder. There was yeah, thunder stealing. Yeah. yeah, thunder stealing. Um, which, you know, hey, whatever. Speaking of the thunder, I guess basketball is going to start up soon. Yeah, baseball today and tomorrow. Baseball today and tomorrow. I checked my fantasy team, and <laughs> um, there's. It, it was really interesting because I am in a, a fantasy league, and today was obviously the first time that you know, in months that I've even looked at it, and apparently, well, not apparently, they have a new delineation for injuries, whereas, you know, it used to just be 10-day injured reserve, 60-day injured reserve, or day-to-day. Now there's a COVID-19 thing, and four of my players have the Rona, and... I hope it doesn't spread through my fantasy clubhouse. Now, how, how in the world, just you know, speaking of this, like, like the NBA bubble seems to be working pretty well. Yes. Right. Uh, like, there's only been a few violations. I think some guy violated it the other day because he wanted to order some hot wings uh, and wanted to go pick them up. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, that's working pretty well. The NHL had, like, fantastic results. Like, Did they? yeah, they only had like two players test positive for COVID. Uh, and so they are like, I don't know, like knowing what I know about hockey players, those are guys that like to go out and have fun. So I don't know like, uh, you know, how how they are being so disciplined as opposed to what's going on in baseball. It seems like tons of baseball players are testing. But also they are a large amount not American mm-hmm. in hockey. Yeah. And non-Americans have a much better track record with True. COVID. So. True, but yeah, they're yeah, but they're still living in the states. A lot of them. Well, I I don't know how is that going to work because you can't cross the border. Um, 
Aren't they playing all the games in Canada? Where are they? Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't look into what they did. Uh, I think maybe that, like, I would assume the Canadian government just said, we will make an exception for hockey. <laughs> if, like, come on in, hockey players. Because I know the Blue Jays are having trouble with this. Yeah, they, yeah. In baseball, they, they tried to play in Buffalo. They can't go into Canada because there was no exception made for them. Yeah. And, but it's not... It's not hockey. It's not hockey. It's not hockey. So, True. you know, it's a little, little different there. Uh, but, yeah, so sports are kind of back. Kind of. but They're, uh, they're backish. Backish. Um, but, you know, some sports that may not be back are college football and maybe high school football as well. And the sport of um, national conventions. That's yes, the sport of national conventions, yes. Uh, so let's, late breaking news. Late breaking news. Uh, it was just announced a few minutes ago that uh, there will not be any RNC activities in Jacksonville, Florida. I feel like we're doing a full Wolf Blitzer where every segment is breaking news. Yes, yes. And I'm breaking news. We're going to commercial. Yeah. Um, Wolfie. Yeah. Yeah. Wolf up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you a wolf are pack an up. animal. Um. Yeah, shout out to Wolf Blitzer. If if you want to come on the show next week, we'll try to yes, fit you in. We'll try to fit you in. Uh, shout out to Wolf Blitzer, uh, a man who, uh, you know, his whole career was made by the First Iraq War, the uh, Desert Storm or whatever. That's that's where Wolf Blitzer got his whole uh, his whole aesthetic. People were like, yeah, we love this guy. Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf. Yeah, I was about to say, Blitzer, Storm and yeah. Norman made his yeah. career off that as yeah. well. And, what, yeah. What, yeah, whatever happened to that guy? Like... He needs a breaking news show on Yeah, CNN. he does. He does. Uh, he, yeah, 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 something tells me Storm and Norman may be on OAN. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, so the RNC in uh, that. And so how do you think Trump took this? Because, like, unlike the Tulsa rally, the RNC would have been sold out. I bet he was livid. Um, I think it by sold out, they would have, you know... Jacksonville probably said you can bring 25%. Yeah. And he said the aesthetics, which are what I live for, will not yeah. be right. So screw yeah. you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know we'll talk about this later, but I feel like it's kind of strange that he's canceling his rally in Jacksonville because he said he canceled. He, yeah. you know, he took full ownership that he was the one who canceled. But so it's not safe enough to put, you know, 20,000 people in an arena for a couple hours, but it's okay to send millions of kids into classrooms with millions of teachers across America. Yeah, the, the cognitive dissonance that's going on with uh, a lot of this is uh, blowing my mind of the things that we are canceling and the things that we aren't canceling. Uh, so, clearly, the RNC, just like the DNC, should be canceled, uh, which we're coming up close to the DNC here in a few weeks. Uh, from what I've seen, it might be down to Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris as the VP uh, candidates. I have not paid attention to that, uh, so but that'll be, to me. that'll be coming uh, pretty soon. But I'd be okay with either of. Yeah, but obviously, them. though, like. You know, we'll we'll get into it. We'll jump right into it today. There was uh, both of us were a little bit, uh, uh, let's say, uh, miffed, a word we could use, 
Uh, if you Perplex. hear a weird thing back there, that's my air conditioner. It sounds weird. Um, but uh, we were a little miffed at the fact that uh, the State Department of Education here in Oklahoma was, one, having a socially distanced Zoom meeting to decide whether or not we can have students back in classrooms, which seems so stupid to me. Yeah, Oklahoma sends 700,000 kids to school Yep. Um, on a daily basis. The... Oklahoma State Department of Education has seven members, so they felt it unsafe to send seven people into one room yeah. for three hours, yet they were, well, at the same time deciding that we are sending 700,000 students back to classrooms for yeah. seven hours a day, yeah. every day. Like, they could have been in a big room, socially distanced from one another, whereas most teachers in the state of Oklahoma are going to be in a room maybe maybe 600 square feet 700 square feet with kids with flipping their masks with, at each other yeah with like 35 kids uh, kind of standard number and so they thought it was unsafe for them to meet in person but then it's somehow safe for kids to go back to school because there's this myth that kids can't get covid and they can't spread it and we've seen this we've seen this like like Someone tried to say that these kids are more resistant. No, they don't have natural antibodies to think a thing that didn't exist. Like, we've seen this in the mass mandates that have been going out. No one, like, not being applied to people under 18. Like, wear a mask. So, I don't know. It sounds like someone's getting ready to roll some coal behind us. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, so the state Probably of... Probably Antifa, Antifa protesters. So... Anti-Antifa protesters. Anti-Antifa. So, here's the thing. The the sticking point by so many of these people is local control. Local control, local control, local control. The reality is I don't trust local school districts to make the right decisions. Not, not on something, a health issue that has become a polit political issue, which I don't understand how that's yeah, how actually a statement that you can make, but yes, here we are. <laughs> There is the politicization, you know, politicization of this is so insane to me. I just, it's like, I, I don't get it. I just don't get how people can view this. It is a real thing that exists. And you know people that have got it. You know people that have probably died from it. Like, And you'll know a hell of a lot more once we open yeah, up schools. But, but to... these people, they just can't get it through their heads that... It is not a political statement to wear a mask. It is, I'm caring about someone else. That's all it is. Well, I'm caring about someone else would also make these people support legislation and initiatives to curtail global warming. True. But they won't do that because it, in, it's a personal inconvenience that benefits the greater good. And as Americans, we're not good at personal inconveniencing ourselves to support the greater good. Well, you know, um, certainly, I, it's one of those things where you know we're the red, red state blues uh, here, and, and as you said, the red blue pod on Twitter. You can follow us on there. Um, but uh, it's one of those things where, unfortunately, for liberals, we have to bite our tongues so much in a state like this, where other people get away with murder and say and do whatever they want, but when we try to do something factual. Like, we just get ran under the bus for it. And it's just very annoying. Yeah, some people can, like, wish sexual 
predators the best and get away with it. They can wish, <laughs> you know, people who hope that um, sexual traffickers yeah. have, you know, the best of luck in, you know, the system. They can get away with that. Yeah. But we can't get away with claiming science. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it like this. Uh, you know, there was there will be a lot of teachers in schools here in Oklahoma that'll put memes up of things. And one I remember is like I saw a teacher had a meme that said, "You know who else tried to take away guns?" And it showed Adolf Hitler, right? And if I was to put up a liberal meme like that in the classroom, I would instantly get parent calls and everything else. Uh, you know, I did put one up. It was like this redneck going, uh, "Oh, those dang dreamers trying to take my tech job away." <laughs> It's like, so uh, it's very frustrating. I think we're both having a frustrating day um, because we're all like, we're two weeks away from having to go back to the world of the real world and having to deal with this. Like, and we're completely devoid of leadership, especially from Governor Stitt's office in the last seven days. Um, let's review Stitt's last seven days. Okay. Um, he has tested positive for COVID. He's seen... The state's COVID cases, hospitalizations, and deaths climbed steeply. Lost the gaming lawsuit brought by the legislature, um, GOP leaders yeah. were yeah. in charge of it, and lost out to Texas trying to bring, bring Tesla to Tulsa. I mean, <laughs> it just he's look, that's a pretty rough week. He was for, so tired of winning constantly that he had to take some L's, take some L's. just to remember what it was like, right? So I'm sure there's a winning streak right around the corner. Well, and on the on the briefings, I appreciate that he's doing briefings, I guess. But no, I don't actually because they're so devoid of fact. But he, you know, constantly rails on the fact that we have no hospitalization issue yeah. whatsoever. And then the head of the um, Oklahoma Hospital, Oklahoma um, Health. Let me see exactly what his yeah, title yeah. is. I don't want to misquote yeah. him. Um, is this? Uh, anyways, but yeah, he, basically he's constantly giving us, and and it goes back to what we talked about last week. The way he treated an announcement of having COVID was such flippant. Like I feel a little tired, and I had no symptoms, but yeah, I decided to get tested because I felt achy and yeah, which is. Yeah. So I had symptoms, but... Yeah. And today, when I was watching the State Department of Health, uh, or the State Department of Ed meeting, I saw, I was, most of the comments uh, on the thread were like, hey, do the right thing, delay school, mandate mask, whatever. But then there were a few people that were like, and I don't get this, like, constant comparison to the flu. Like, there are people like, what, so push school back later so we can start during flu season? It's like, it's a different thing, dude. We have flu vaccines. Like, it's not the same thing. Well, and that would be like saying, well, you know, us putting, if, us putting lead in food, you know, if it killed less than, you know, car crashes to say, well, lead in food's okay because car crashes. Yeah. Kill way more people. Yeah. That's an absurd false equivalency, and I don't know. It's it's just yeah. I get it. People die from the flu. You know who usually doesn't die from the flu? 
healthy 27-year-olds, and healthy 27-year-olds are dying from COVID. Do you think, so given this false equivalency of it's not as bad as the flu or it's yeah. just the flu, so that means we don't have to deal with the flu in the fall, right? Yes. So the flu, the flu's gone because yes. this is the flu now. Y yes, it's, yeah, it's just, that's all it is. I watched yeah. a YouTube video that said that, so. Yeah, yeah. If you're getting your news and information from YouTube, and I, uh, did you find out what the guy's uh, title was? Uh, yes, I certainly did. Um, George Monks, okay. who is um, the head of the State Medical Association, posted on Twitter, um, yesterday, a patient sick with COVID was in an ER at 8.30 a.m. in need of a hospital bed. Unfortunately, the current crisis has brought to us brought us to the point that it took until after 5.30 p.m. until one, the one and only bed in the entire Tulsa metro area became available. We are at the end of the runway. That is from this morning. That's the head of the yep. Oklahoma Medical Association. We're out of beds. And the governor can tout that he's opening new beds, but there are not people to work the beds. You know, you can put a sick person in a bed yeah, if there's no one, and they and, can just stay at home and and, and lots die of in their and own lots bed. of health uh, workers are quitting because they're getting COVID and they don't want to get it, so they're choosing to quit. Which I support them in that decision. I mean, like, so we're we're going to have not enough personnel. There's not enough equipment, and there's not enough beds. So I don't, you know, this is just absolutely ridiculous at this point. But I mean, the one the one saving grace that the state has. Um, Governor Stitt has said that we have handled this crisis better than any other state in America. Um, but he is also dealing with a State Department of Health that can't put out legitimate numbers because <laughs> the system is so antiquated that it crashes, according to the experts at the State Department of Health, yeah. the system crashes on a daily basis. And so our only source of data is inadequate, but and we're spiking and health experts are saying people are waiting eight hours for a hospital bed, but we are handling this better than any other state. That's a relief. Yeah. Well, if it's, if the, I, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming if it's like, uh, if the computers at the State Department of Health are like most teacher computers, the Tandy 1000 that they got in 1995 from Radio Shack is probably not handling this data coming in. Very you think well. they're experiencing syntax errors? Yeah, syntax errors. Uh, like the dot matrix printer that they have printing out the daily numbers uh, is probably not working very well. Uh, yeah, this is, guys, like, come on. Like, people need to step up and do the right thing. If you're out there listening, write your local school boards, write, tell them to delay school opening or go to virtual do something because we should not be having kids back in classrooms like if a week after schools open we will see a 5,000 day oh no doubt yeah we will see we will see numbers you think the 11 or what what, what was our biggest number to the date we've had uh 11, like 1073 yeah something like that like we will quadruple that at least because, well we're putting a thousand up a day yeah so now, i mean almost and, and, and if, and I, I get it, people are like, you know, it's sort of like, this doesn't affect me or whatever, but there is someone at your school that is going to be affected. There are, not everyone that teaches has the world's best immune system and is like 25 years old. Like, it's just, 
it's so irresponsible. The vast majority of people who do teach in a public school setting, um, it's an aging mm-hmm. demographic. It's not the healthiest demographic. Yeah, not always. Yeah, I mean, well, in Oklahoma, especially yeah. because just in general, yeah, we're not the healthiest. Our, states. We're not a very healthy state, yeah. and we're gonna force thousands of teachers into a classroom with seven hundred thousand students who are active carriers. I've heard the false narrative that young people don't carry the virus. That's yeah, know, been disproven. Yeah, it's not like, true. Well, do do people think that like? People that were born after the year 2000s have different DNA and bodies that, like, don't, like, I, I, this is, it's just, like, that's not how physiology works. Well, it's it's all creating a narrative to allow schools to reopen beca- for political reasons. Sorry, I caught a whiff of the, the smoke and it smelled really good over there. I'm, I'm smoking some meat as we're podcasting. It here. does smell delicious. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, well, mesquite smells good, so... Well, hopefully we didn't just lose all our um, vegan... Vegan, yeah, yeah, well, sorry, sorry. We are, uh, admittedly, two cisgendered white males uh, who also enjoy eating meat, so... So there you go. But I'm drinking almond milk at the time. Yes, well, which is not... It goes... Yeah, that's actually kind of problematic. Almonds are pro- problematic? Yeah, the amount of water it takes to grow a single almond is, like, it's depleting the California water basin... So people shouldn't be eating almonds or eat, drinking almond. Are you on Team Almond or Almond? Almond? Al- almond. Like the brothers? That's almond. Almond. Almond? Almond milk. Almond. All. Almond. With a D at the end. All. Almond. Okay. Yes, we figured that out. That's a, that, that was our podcast having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of having a stroke, <laughs> right. um, Donald Trump released or did an interview on his cognitive test this this weekend he he hinted at it during the chris wallace interview which maybe we'll have time to talk about in a little bit but then he did another fox news interview where he you may have seen this today he or yesterday or tomorrow whenever you listen to this mm-hmm. but he um went overboard on the fact that the test again, which he didn't know the name of, consisted of the hard questions, which were that he had to recite the words person, woman, man, camera, TV. And then the the doctor told him he was a genius because he was able to do it in order. Um, so basically what Donald Trump's cognitive test was, if I go back to my childhood and I go back to going to the Little Caesars in Sepulpa, Oklahoma... They had the Simon game there. Yeah, and, that you and, could win crazy bread yeah, on. Yeah, and if you got enough levels, you got crazy bread. So that's his cognitive... He played Simon with words. Is it, well, they, that's what he said he did. Yeah. But the actual cognitive test was discussed on Chris Wallace on um, Fox News Sunday. Yeah. And it was more like circle the elephant, and there would be a picture of a snake and a rhino and an elephant, and he'd have to circle the yeah. elephant. And he assured Chris Wallace that he could not, that Chris could not pass the test. But it was absurdly easy. And I really appreciated that Chris Wallace, it was one of the more, um, and I, I think Chris Wallace is probably the best, and I hate to, you know, toot Fox News' horn, 
but Chris Wallace is probably the best um, journalist interviewer in the game. Yeah. He holds everybody to the fire. He paused the interview mo- multiple times to explain how Donald Trump was lying um, when he'd talk about uh, mortality rates from the COVID and how Trump said we were leading the world in those. And then he asked Kaylee McElhaney, his um, press secretary, to bring him the numbers to prove it um, after Chris Wallace called him out. And then they looked at the numbers <laughs> and they were incorrect. And three or four times, again, he paused the interview to talk about how Donald Trump was lying. He live fact, fact checked him. And that was that was nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, I mean that's you know there's good journalists at every every place. There's bad journalists at every place too. And uh, you know, uh, look, uh, th- like one, why are you taking cognitive tests? At, you know, like so we can say, hey Biden, you take one. Yeah, and I'm sure Joe will do just fine. Like, uh, he, I don't know if he if he can remember what an elephant looks like. Remember what? Yeah, yeah. It was. I was like, is there some gotcha to this or whatever? Like, is it like a? If you've never done it, you can go online and you can find some of the old uh, 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 voting tests, the uh, you know literacy tests that they would give uh, black people in order to keep them from voting, and literally they are unpassable, like because every question is like a gotcha question or whatever. Um, these are not that. Yeah, yeah. No, this was okay. This sounds like the uh, some of the scenes from Idiocracy, where one of the tests is just like putting like the shape in the right hole. Well, yeah. and they talked about that in the Chris Wallace interview that it was okay. The beginning of the test, because Chris Wallace, when Trump said that he was um, described as a genius by the doctors, Chris Wallace said, "Well, the beginning of the test was you just putting shapes in matching holes." And then Trump said, you couldn't pass the end of the test. I, I highly suggest everybody go back and watch it. It's it's a good watch. Chris Wallace did a wonderful job, um, as he normally does, in spite of his Fox Newsiness. He, he yeah. provided a, a high-quality interview. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, uh, I'm not big on any of the big news channels, just because it's entertainment and not news a lot of the time. So like, you know, the more yelling that goes on, the less it is news to me. So, uh, now, uh, we, we kind of hit on it. Uh, there were, you know, they had the bad COVID numbers coming out for the state department of ed or not state part the uh, state health department this year, uh, this week. Um, we also, uh, you briefly mentioned it, the tribal compacts. Uh, so unpack that a little bit. So basically, uh, Governor Stitt had signed tribal comp- gaming compacts with a couple of tribes that are not representative of the larger tribes in the state, uh, and uh, those were overruled by the state Supreme Court. Yeah, the straight, state su- Supreme Court unpacked his compacts. Yeah, he unpacked the compacts. So, um, th- this is like, you know, I remember when we started this pod... And, like, that was, like, the big news was, like, the state uh, tribal compacts. Can we go back to that? Yeah. And, uh, but then, then the COVID hit. So, uh, you know, it's, but, you know, not to harp on it, but it is one of these things of, I just, like, it is one of those moments where we're living through history. And it's like, boy, this is going to be something that's going to be written about forever. And we're all taking part in it. 
just like the Spanish flu, you know, like any like any of that. This is going to be something that is going to be written about forever, and it's so weird to actually be living through a moment of history like that, especially when a minority, a very vocal minority of the public, doesn't acknowledge that it's happening. Which is nothing new. I don't know if you saw it this week uh, when all the uh, anti-mask stuff was going on. But, like, people brought up the articles and images from the 19-teens with the anti-maskers during the Spanish flu epidemic. Agreed. And How did that age for them? Yeah. Didn't, didn't go well. Um, I mean, it is a testament to our... Uh, Ignorance? Well, I will say, on the one plus side, I can say is it is a testament to technology and advancement that... This epidemic, even though it's killed thousands and thousands of people, uh, could have been could be a lot worse if we had not made the advances we have made as humans, and that some people do care, you know. Um, but it is it's it's a really rough time uh, to be dealing with this. Um, so uh, one of the things, if we're talking about schools uh, and schools reopening, we mentioned the State Department of Ed earlier. We have had a few governors. And I would assume that had the State Department of Ed today actually said something, our governor would have probably done something to override them. Uh, but we've had at least uh, three governors that I know of who have absolutely sort of gone against this idea of letting districts decide. And it's kind of all over the place here. But uh, the Missouri governor basically said, uh, and I, I have his name here, um, Maybe. Uh, the Missouri governor basically said that kids are going to get COVID and they're going to get over it. Okay. Or die or yeah. send it home with their parents and grandparents. And yeah, they will parents, die. grandparents. I, I mean, tons of students live with elderly, like tons of students are taken care of by their grandparents. Like, and it's just the Iowa governor has overridden and forced... Uh, schools to not do virtual in their state uh, and what did the Georgia governor do he is rebuking mass mandates from city leaders in Atlanta and all the other cities in Georgia who you know would love for there to be a statewide mandate as we would here yeah but in lieu of that they are making their own mandates and the governor is blocking them which, which which is insane. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And that is... That is going against this whole idea of... So, you're saying, here in our state, they're saying local control. I would assume that's the same narrative in these other Republican-led states. Right. But then when you assert local control... They block it. They block it. Yeah, it's like, so... Alright, well, it's like local control until you do something we don't agree with. Like... Oh, are you sensing some hip hypocrisy? Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of hypocrisy here, right? You know, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, look, it's 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 very very frustrating to deal with. And as as we said, today's episode, we are very frustrated because both of us are on the precipice of being thrust back into a situation that, like, thousands upon thousands of people are not comfortable with, and there is no leadership. Head first into the COVID pool. Leaders are supposed to lead, and no one is leading. 
why do we have state departments of education if they're not going to do anything? If they're not going to lead during a global pandemic. Like, so local control, does that mean that, like, if TPS said, hey, we're not going to teach math anymore, they're going to be okay with that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa. no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. See, no, no. You stop right there. Yeah, like, so, we're, yeah, like, this is such, so stupid. It should not be local control. It should it's be state not local control. control. It shouldn't even be state control. It should be federally mandated. And but I understand that's not going to happen. But at least someone should step up and do something to make sure that we are doing the bare minimum of precautions. And they keep saying local control, but what they don't get is the local places want to not have to make that decision. They're in, incapable of making that that decision and also, if, you know, imagine there's a world where either kids go to a district yeah, that their parents don't teach in, or maybe there are two parents teaching in the house and they're yeah. teaching in separate dis districts. Yeah, which there are, there are lots of teacher couples. Yeah, know, so. and one district does well and puts, you know, all the, you know, safety measures in place and the other district does not. It screws the pooch. So I am someone that does an extracurricular uh, at my school. I would not feel comfortable with those kids, me interacting with students from another school. I just wouldn't. Like, because I don't know what that other school is doing. And based on what my school system has done, I don't want the kids interacting with my students because I don't think my school district has done enough. So, like, it all just needs to be shut down. And I get it. Online teaching is not fun. It sucks. It sucks. But it's what we've got to do right now. Well, like, with the State Department of Education, Joy, Joy Hoffmeister proposed a gating criteria where you could look at science and data and numbers. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know. That's where she lost. We are not going to let science stand in the way. Okay, Kaylee McElhaney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then we have Bex Betsy DeVos. Uh, yeah, Betsy DeVos, DeVos, whatever, I don't know. Tim says I say it wrong, but I don't care. DeVos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, to, like, we've known for years the war on expertise, but people are just outright saying it now. Just like, science, we don't believe science. Like, okay. <laughs> like, how do you, you can't combat that. That is a level of stupid that you can't combat. Yeah, I mean, if you if you can't accept experts, a uh, broad coalition of experts, yeah, um, viewpoint on something, then I can't have a conversation with you about an issue. And I totally get it. I, you know, I eat food and things like that that's not good for me. I do things that are bad for me, but I also don't equate that to infecting other people. Well, and you also don't lie and say that French fries are good for you. <laughs> No, I, I don't. You know, I mean, that's the whole problem is, yes, number one, <laughs> like you said, it infects other people when you make bad decisions yeah. with this. But with other expert things, people are denying the fact of science. Yeah. And so, well, I guess the only... We can we can look at we can try to have some positives. I guess there has been some uh, uh, some headway in a vaccine that we've seen out of the Oxford vaccine um, that 
might get here before the end of the year. Um, I've got some positives. The un- the United States has ordered a put in an order for a hundred million vaccines from Pfizer, which sounds like just some illegal <laughs> money spending for something that doesn't exist right now. Um, but yeah. well, on on vaccines, yeah, like thirty percent of the population mm-hmm. says they won't take a vaccine because it will be used to track <laughs> their. Whatever. I don't I don't even know. I don't know if they just don't know how the internet works and they don't know that they're being tracked every day. Yeah. Like they're saying this Thank as you. they're filming their TikTok and China is getting all their information. Right. Uh, um so yeah, I have concerns about that. But I do have some good news. Yes. Are you ready for I'm ready for I some mean, good this news. has been some, some Doom good, and Gloom podcast yeah, some good news. one oh one. Um Joseph R. Biden, I don't know what his middle name is. I don't know. Um, if you're riding with Biden, I have been um, riding with Biden for years, my friend. He is up 15% in a national in most national polls, yeah, including Fox News poll, um Quinnipiac, Rasputin. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh for some for some reason I don't know, like this is just completely stupid, but when you call him Joseph Biden, I don't want to vote for him. But when you call him Joe, I want to vote for him. Yeah, because he's an everyday Joe. <laughs> uh, Joseph, oh, you will not get this middle name. Cornelius. Uh, it is R. It's R. Biden. Joseph R. Biden. Uh, Robinette. Joseph Robinette Biden. It's a girl's name. <laughs> it's, it's a name. It's a name. Yeah. Uh, name your kids whatever you want. Yes, we're not Germany. You can name your kids whatever you want. Uh, you know that? In Germany, you can't name your kid whatever you want. They have, like, a list of approved names that you can use for your kids. Like, like Glockenspiel. Yes, Glockenspiel von Sausage Time. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, a boy's name. That's a boy's name, yes. Uh, <laughs> I like the spike when you said Glockenspiel. It's uh, it's very good on the, the audio there. Uh, now, look, so we... Obviously, today, we have been... So you have the good news about Joe Biden. Yeah, his uh, poll numbers are poll numbers are doing insane. Well. And just a little more on that before you. Yeah, no, go for it. Um, Trump sees those numbers. Yes, and that's why he restarted his um, coronavirus ta- task force meetings, which are a meeting of one person, <laughs> and he keeps all the doctors in the back room so they can't be asked questions. Um, but he's trying to, you know, rebrand yeah. this. But he's really incapable of being down in a fight and creating a new brand. He just, the only thing he knows is to hammer the old brand. And so, yes, he's going to keep hammering divisiveness and sending yeah. troops. I hate to say this, troops into Cities, places like Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's going to continue to do that to push the law and order narrative. Um, where a normal politician would say... Oh crap! I'm twenty points underwater. I have to change my messaging, and so yeah, no, he just he he can't pivot. Like, no, he's a, uh, incomparable. Yeah, he can't pivot. He just goes back to whatever it is that he thinks is going to like. He thinks won him the twenty sixteen election, and hopefully it's not there. Just hopefully it's like I really hope it's not there. I, and I I don't want to be like Donald Trump and say I don't trust polls, but I don't trust polls. Like, I don't, because I think they're intrinsically flawed. I think the people that actually answer polls 
Okay, so let's let's talk about polls. Um, in 2016, at this time, Hillary was up in most of the swing states by like one to two percent, mm-hmm. and then he won them by a quarter of a percent. So there was like a 1.5 percent. Yeah. Delineation. Yeah. If he's like fifteen percent. Joe Biden's up fifteen. Yeah. This is not a silent. I've heard some idiots say silent majority, which should be vocal minority should be the term because silent majority does not exist. That's not a thing. There's a vocal minority. You say it doesn't exist, but we saw with the eight hundred two vote here in Oklahoma, it does exist. The eight hundred two did that pass or it passed by a shred. Eight hundred two was polling at sixty five percent and then passed. By 0.5. So there is there are people that do not speak up. Latest polls had it at like four percent. The the last polls that I had the Saturday before when I was in a meeting with the 802 people on a Zoom meeting with them, it was polling at 65%. And then the numbers changed. Because there are people that don't speak up and out there. Now, what I can hope is that those people that voted for Donald Trump thinking he wouldn't be a total jackass have realized that he is and will not do that again which numbers overwhelmingly support yeah which i i hope is the case you know we had the whole debate on the internet this week would hank hill have voted for uh donald trump that was like the big hot uh he would have been 16 but not 20 see and i say no i say neither time i would say neither time uh because uh i don't think hank hill is a straight ticket voter He's got... He's an issues voter. He's an issues voter. I think, honestly, the answer is he would have not voted for president. Just left it blank? He would have just voted for other things. Because he doesn't like Hillary, but he doesn't like this New York celebrity. That was the perfect storm that got Trump elected, was people not voting. And... Yeah. Yeah. Look, and we're not we're not looking at that at yeah, all this time because I he's really got a record hope, to run on. I so. really hope that the people look. I get it. I really hope that the people who are ideologues and are just just you have to get over it and realize that staying home and not voting is voting for Donald Trump. You have to get out and vote. I know you didn't get what you want, or voting for. Jill Stein or or the yeah the other which that other Kanye West is his no, name yeah no, Kanye the, West the other lady though uh the 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 in the, the one that I've seen people post this meme about let this lady debate uh and it's she's like the libertarian candidate I have no idea who you're talking about she's horrible like she's worse than like she's like hard right it's like a, there is no third party choice your choices are Joe Biden or Donald Trump your choices are very clearly hate and anti-science, anti-education or someone who admittedly has flaws but is not going to be as bad. <laughs> yeah, I think people that try to make this a non-binary system are part of the problem. It did get Bill Clinton elected twice. Bill Clinton elected it, twice he never had 50%. But but it also it also screwed over uh, Al Gore. So yeah, I mean Ralph Nader took those votes away from Al Gore. But it was Wisconsin. There was like a in Madison, Wisconsin, there were forty thousand people that voted for Ralph Nader because they were being super liberal in their liberal college town. And then 
it lost Al Gore, Wisconsin, and then lost him the election. So, like, don't. There's no third party. The the current margins we're looking at. Yeah. I, I hate to, you know, count our eggs before they hatch or Yeah, whatever count your chickens say. before they hatch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can our, count the eggs all you want. Yeah, I mean, yeah. eggs are eggs. The, the current margins are so absurdly... Legs and eggs. Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Send us a check. <laughs> we will cash it. The current margins are so absurdly against Donald Trump yeah. and pro-Joe Biden. That's why we're seeing completely different strategies from him right now. Um, it's nothing like 2016. The numbers are nothing yeah. like that. Well, let's hope. I, I, look, I again, I, I want to have that hope. People have let me down, let me down again and again and again. So I, I want to have that hope with you, and I hope it's there. Uh, so You should make a poster with hope well, and yes. then a silhouette of Joe Biden. Yeah, well, you know, Obama and Joe are getting back. Yeah, they're getting to go. Joe again. Obama. Yeah, they're getting to going again. They're doing videos together and everything else. So maybe we get some, uh, you know, Joe Mintum going here. Jesus. <laughs> uh, our uh, resident uh, bartender said Jesus to that one because uh, she did not like the Joe Mintum. Part. I thought she said cheeses. Yes. Yeah, Is there not going to be a cheese tray? Nope. There's, gonna, there's, gonna be a there's no cartoonery trays here today. So, uh, cartoonery? Yeah, cartoonery. That's a Zach Amen original. Uh, cartoonery. But, uh, let's see. We had a few things else. Oh, you wanted to talk about the Mary Trump book. I don't know much about it, so go ahead and... Yeah, um, so she's the niece of Donald Trump, and she just says he's a narcissistic loser who has gamed the system and has done everything that you know you would expect him to do. I'm not going to buy the book. Um, I'm not anti-reading, but I don't know. I have a feeling I know what it says. Um, and there's a new anti-Trump book every week, you know, whether it's Bolton or Mary Trump. And you yeah, know, I, I I think we know family members, former uh, employees, like, and it's just. I don't think there's there's no dispute in my mind, or probably in any of our listeners' mind, whether he's a fraud or not. So, yeah, is that is that an approved name um, for a boy in Germany? Fraud, fraud or not? Fraud or not? Fraud or not? <laughs> yes. Fraud or not? Fraud or not? Von Balonenstein. There you go. Uh, now, the thing is, like. Look, if I'm if I'm reviewing Donald Trump a hundred years in the future, I'm like saying this guy is the greatest scam artist known to me. Yeah, I don't <laughs> scam that. Like he is not anything. That he's not anything. He's not. I, I will I will tell you this. Donald Trump is not an ideologue. He's whatever thing he thinks is going to get him money. Is For basically sure. it. So, or votes, which used to be the old ratings. Yeah. And now, now his votes are ratings, and so he sees that he's slipping in the ratings. And yeah, I agree. There's no ide- ideology that he's tied to. It's all about. I'm 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 waiting. As you mentioned a few weeks ago, I can't wait to watch uh, the uh, weekend sports update on the Trump News Network with uh, Mike Gundy uh, after after Trump uh, swallows up OAN and takes them under his uh, umbrella. Right. Uh, the Trump News Network. Well. And back to the Chris- nah, can't be Trump News Network. 
That's TNN. TNN. That's the Nashville network, right? So, unless unless Army Armstrong's gonna be on there and doing some monster trucks, then then it'll be okay. So, there'll have to be some wrestling too. <laughs> yeah, some ECW. <laughs> they had WCW on TNN. No, it was well, ECW. TBS, TBS, TNT were uh, TNT, TNT. Right. Turner News Network, Turn, whatever. That. Yeah. Sorry to derail it with uh, old school TV talk. So. Yeah. Um. The. The Trump book also talks about how, you know, Trump is a complete narcissist who does not worry about his actions' consequences, but rather his actions' um, appearance. And so I think that's going to be very interesting to see over the next couple months um, because as his poll numbers shrink, he's going to try everything he can to, yeah. to bamboozle this election. Yeah. And he also mentioned uh, Chris Wallace, wonderful interviewer, as um, aforementioned, also asked him, would he accept the election results? And he said, let's wait and see. <laughs> so he's not, he's not going to leave office willingly once he loses the election, which people like Bill Maher on his HBO show have been saying for a year that he would not yeah. acknowledge the election results. And then Trump came out and said that himself. That's kind of terrifying. I oh, don't know yeah. how that will play out. Yeah, I yeah, I know. It, it's, not, it's nothing that we want to deal with, but we're going to have to deal with it. I do think that there is enough people that that might be even that might just be a little bit too much for them to deal with well and i hope so and i hope that like con constitutional conservatives i do that in quotes because i don't believe that those people actually exist yeah i think it's just a tagline um i hope that they're like appalled by the thought of that and i would also hope that they would be appalled at the thought of sending the military into Portland, but I haven't seen a big pushback from them saying the federal government should not. Yeah. So, I have little faith in the constitutional conservatives. Air quotes. Yeah. I think it's all about... The, the hypocrisy is just strict, so strong. Strict constructionists are the most absurd people ever. So Unless they're strictly strict... Yeah, because they will, they will on one hand say right to bear arms, but on the other hand say, well, you can't say whatever you want. And and the internet shouldn't be free. Yeah, like so, you know, it's it's very, very difficult. Uh, so be a, good, be a good Democrat, be a loose constructionist, and uh, enjoy it. Uh, now, do you, anything else positive before we start to wrap up here? I don't know. I've given all the positivity I can to this thing. My uh, COVID test... Uh, oh, no, I no, I had a negative COVID test this week, so that, that's that's, that's good. positive. That's, that's it's positively negative. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but uh, no, literally, uh, we do want to say, uh, despite all this, there is an election coming up on August twenty fifth here in the city of Tulsa. You need to be paying attention to who's running in that election. Uh, you need to start donating money and be prescient about like who needs funding because we can flip some local seats. We haven't talked about a lot of local stuff this week. The most local thing probably is um, that 
the Tulsa mask mandate is a joke. No one is taking it seriously. Um, like, I, I, I don't know. I take some exception to that. I feel like, yes, I wish it had a lot more teeth to it, but I think it's given the clearance to people who were, like, borderline mask people to wear a mask unless they're, like, strident non-maskers, which aren't going to wear a mask anyway. Um, I just think from my my point on this is uh, I did see, you know, my weekly trip out to go to the grocery store or whatever. I did see more people wearing masks when I went to Aldi or whatever. Uh, but from what I've heard, a lot of places still just business as usual, no mask, TPD's not enforcing it. TPD like, doesn't even support it. Yeah, so, so I mean, so that's kind of like, yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, the other big thing is we did lose out, as you mentioned earlier, uh, Tesla is not coming to Tulsa. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh Elon. You would think our governor trying to give Elon the COVID would yeah. be enough to convince him to come yeah. here, but he's not. Yeah. I really wish... Elon Musk, I, you know, if you're listening, just come out and say the reason why we didn't get the Tesla factory is because uh, the governor has COVID, and you thought he gave it to you. That would be hilarious. And he met with you yeah, without like, masks. Just come out and say, like, hey, uh, I met with your governor. Uh, that dude sucks. And Get a better governor. Yeah. And not that Texas has a great governor. Well, they've got a... Ann Ann Richards is not walking through that door. No, she's not. God bless Ann Richards. I love Ann Richards. Just... You know much about Ann Richards? Well, you like her because of King of the Hill. No, but I know... I like her because she was like a strong Democratic woman that was the governor of Texas, which is insane to think that that has happened in my lifetime. Well, we might have a president elected from the state of... Or not from the state of Texas, but with the support of the state of Texas. Well, we'll see how that goes. Times they are changing. Uh, guys, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Red Blue Pod. Uh, also, check out Soundstooth on Facebook. Uh, SoundstoothNow.com is the Twitch channel. Soundstooth.tv. We got some big and something big in the works. Uh, if you are a fan of comedy, that you might want to check out. Uh, you can also check out Talk Show Incorporated uh, every Thursday night on the Soundstooth Facebook. So uh, be sure to do that. Uh, everybody out there, uh, any parting words for the people? Daniel. Um, as the president said, wear a mask. <laughs> yes, he did finally say wear he a mask. He finally said wear a mask. Be patriotic so and wear a be mask. Be patriotic, wear a mask. Wear, um, I assume wear a mask with a rebel flag on it, right? That's what you're going <laughs> to... Well, that's oh, not racist. Did, did I... He said that. Did I just... Okay. Side hustle. We start making Confederate flag face masks. masks. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, my parting words would be... Person, woman, man, <laughs> camera, TV. I'm a genius. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. I'm a, I'm a genius. Uh, that is, those are the best parting words I could have. That's so. very presidential. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Be safe and make good decisions.